It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by Price Picks. Price Picks is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week, you might be already in it, it might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Quickly to wall. Oh, measures. Deal. Gets open for three. Dagger! Here comes Pierce with five seconds left. Pierce with three. Pierce with two. Pierce full away at the horn. It's gone. Morris, Ball, Deal, and Gortel. Porter can't find anybody. Gives it to Wall. Porter gets Bradley for three. What's up, and everybody? We're back at it with the Locked On Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On uh, Podcast Network. And there are a variety of different ways to listen. We've got a great show tonight on uh, the NBA All Star Weekend, how the Wizards are doing going into the break, how they'll do coming out, whether they need to add anybody, and then just giving some predictions about who's going to win all these different events over the weekend, which should be a lot of fun, too. So if you want to listen to this podcast, you can find us on iTunes, um, Locked on Wizards. You can listen on Spotify and Stitcher. Even Alexa and Google Home are some new features for where you can find Locked on Wizards. You can also check us out on LockedOnWizards.com or on Twitter, which is the same handle, Locked on Wizards. So just remember Locked on Wizards, Google it, find it wherever you check out podcasts, and you'll be good to go. So I'm Noah Getzel, and we're... Uh, here tonight with an amazing guest, Garrett Schaefer, whose Twitter handle is SadWizardsFan, and he is strongly considering changing that to Optimistic Wizards fan soon, right? Yeah, you know, we'll see how the season continues. <laughs> and I apologize for the last time I had you on as a guest. I gave you a pretty negative introduction. Uh, I was just playing around, but I talked to my supervisor, and he wants everyone to, to be a good guest on the show. Um 
and my supervisor is myself, so I talked to my other personality, and he said that I should be kinder to you. So we've got an awesome rising star from Wizards Extra. I'm also a Wizards Extra reporter. I've been with Wizards Extra four years. Garrett, this is your second or third year? Second year. Nice. Second. Okay, so our agenda for the day, we were talking about how uh, the Wizards are like red hot heading into All-Star break, not as hot as the Utah Jazz, who have won 11 straight, but the Wizards have won 7 of 9, all of those games without John Wall. Uh, and then things seem to be a little bit cold between John Wall and Marcin Gortat, so we'll touch on that for a minute too. Then we're going to talk about All-Star Weekend and preview who's going to win each of the different events. Our boy Bradley Beal is in two competitions, three-point contest, and the general All-Stars. All-Star game on Sunday playing for Team LeBron. And finally, we're going to mention uh, the Wizards' open roster spot. Uh, they have 13 players right now. They're dealing with some injuries. Hopefully Tim Frazier will be back with a face mask next Thursday as the Wizards take on the Cavs. But we'll talk about uh, who, if anyone, the Wizards would be adding uh, as a free agent for the rest of the season or a two-way player. And we ran a Twitter poll, so we'll reveal the results of what uh, the Twitter world thought in terms of which players uh, the, the Wizards might want to add. So we'll we'll dive right into all of that. Uh, first topic is the Wizards, not necessarily a winning streak because it's it's two in a row, but just Thomas Sadoransky has been playing out of his mind recently. Uh, he had a career high with 25 points, I believe, against uh, the Bulls on Saturday. And then a, a couple other career highs just last night on Wednesday night against the Knicks, 11 assists and three blocks. So... Uh, how what's uh, we mentioned that you you might be changing your Twitter name anytime soon. Uh, you probably aren't too hung up on these past nine games, but does it feel relieving for you to to see the Wizards playing so well without their star player, one of their star players, going into the break? Yeah, I mean that Knicks game was the epitome of this Sadoransky ran Wizards team. I think in these past nine games, because I think every every. Twitter, every Wizards fan on Twitter I saw, and me included, me and my friend watched it, we thought that game was over at halftime. I was ready. I was like, we're, we're shutting this off at the end of the third quarter if it stays like this. And then they just came back and just, I mean, blew the, blew the 21 point at, at down a half for that comeback. It's crazy. And it's all because, I mean, Sadoransky's been hitting his three-point shots, which we haven't expected, five for six against Chicago for those 25 points. Mm -hmm. And then he's just been pushing the pace so well. He works so well with all the guys, especially Gortat. Gortat seems to, I mean, we'll touch on the Wall Gortat thing later, but he seems to love playing with Sadoransky. So they've been they've been playing better, and yeah, it's it's making me more optimistic about the way things are looking. I think this this kind of break from John Wall is necessary for the team because for years we've been talking about how awful the Wizards look anytime he steps off the floor, how they just have no focus on defense and how, you know, the, the ball doesn't move anymore and everyone looks lost like it's their first time dribbling a basketball. Uh, do you think this is kind of like a, a blessing in disguise? Yeah, I mean, you never want one of your guys out in the season, so you don't want to call it a blessing. But blessing in disguise, we you could say because just the, the emergence of Sadoransky. I mean, you hoped players like Jody Meeks and Tim Frazier, if he didn't get injured, would have stepped up and played a little better. But you see players like Mahimi and, I mean, Beal getting more point play. That'll that'll help a lot down the road. So, yeah, I think it'll help in, in the playoffs especially. And then uh, a side story going on with, with Wall's injury. 
Uh, so there had been a little bit of tension uh, that he mentioned on national TV at SportsCenter uh, between John Wall and Marcin Gortat. And news got out, um, I think, yesterday that Wall and Gortat had a private in-person meeting to discuss one of Gortat's tweets, and the Wizards are considering fining players for tweets that are detrimental to the organization. Uh, that tweet came February 1st after the Wizards beat the Toronto Raptors, the first game uh, that Wall missed due to the knee procedure that he had um, that week, uh, and he's missing about six weeks or so um, from that entry. And Gortat said, great team victory team, in quotes, after that game, uh, you know, the, the first game that Wall was out. It, it was something that, like, there was a bunch of different things flying around that raised some criticism about whether people thought the team was better without Wall. Nobody has moved forward and said that they are, of course. He's a five-time All-Star. But John Wall basically said, if you have a problem with me and you have, you know, you want to criticize the way I run the team, just come to my face and say it. And so they had uh, this in-person meeting. Um, Marcin Gortat says everything is good now. What, what else do you think everyone needs to know about the situation between March and, and Wall? That everything's probably not good. <laughs> I mean, I, you t- there's, there's no way that the team meeting went really poorly and then all this happens and a individual meeting goes great neither of those guys i think i think they're both very prideful they both are i mean they've been in the league a while john's an all-star gortat's play been around you know he deserves respect so i think both these guys have their positions and gortat feels the way he feels about this team so i don't think that meeting helped as much as people think but i also don't think people put too much weight into these individual meetings you have to see when they get back on the court really what's going to happen and our friend candace buckner uh gave some of the backstory in a washington post article last night after the wizards beat the the knicks and basically it's it's kind of the wizards have had this problem especially this year but uh even in the playoffs last year that they kind of haven't accomplished that much you know second round of the playoffs isn't really doing too much but they've been talking a lot so Beal and Wall said they were as good as the Cavs, and you know the Cavs lost games at the end of last year to avoid them in the Eastern Conference Finals and things like that. And then, uh, who was it? Lonzo Ball. Uh, so Gortat said that Wall was going to torture Lonzo Ball for 48 minutes. Wall didn't talk any trash before that game, but the Wizards ended up losing. Um, and it was kind of... Gortat and Wall have just been going back and forth in terms of, like, let's let's not open our mouths and make ourselves vulnerable and come out looking stupid, and it's kind of just who started it. And so they've been going back and forth on that. Uh, Gortat also mentioned uh, this year that he sees next season as the end of his basketball career, and he would like to end in Orlando. So there are some questions as to the chemistry between those two guys. Um Gortat has been starting for a few seasons for the Wizards, but he's been playing less and less late in the games because he's a defensive liability. How do you think this team, this uh, whole dispute will end, end up? Obviously, Gortat's not going to win it, right? No, Gortat has no chance of winning this. He's a 30-plus-year-old 30, like 30 plus year old center when our franchise point guard is hitting his prime. But I think it ends with Gortat being moved. Like not, I mean, obviously not this year because mm-hmm. trade deadline's passed. But, yeah, I think... If, if Wall continues to be disgruntled and you continue, like, I agree that they should possibly or probably find players if they're, if they consistently tweet things that are detrimental. I don't know why. I mean, I don't, I don't see why that's a bad idea, but yeah, Gortat 
and we're probably going to have to separate if this continues because it doesn't help the team chemistry in the locker room. It'll just start more problems with other players picking sides, and you don't want to see any of that happen, especially mm-hmm. with the rising team, which I think the Wizards are when they're when they're on. And we forgot to mention uh, <laughs> that Wall totally like burnt him on national TV. Uh, he said it was shocking to hear Gortat uh, kind of talking trash and saying the team was better without Wall. Who knows what the tweet actually meant? Gortat said that you know it wasn't his intention at all to insinuate that who knows why he put the word team and quotes in that tweet but then wall was just like yeah it was shocking to hear it from gortat just understanding that he gets more assists from me and more spoon fed baskets ever than anybody so that was yes, kind of funny. He giggled into the um, camera. yeah but i think do you think it'll result in in more times gortat will be benched uh towards the end of games just because Wall doesn't, you know, trust him and to win a, a ball game when it gets down to a fourth quarter. Or do you think Scott Brooks is not going to feed into that and kind of just go with what what he's been doing? I mean, I think our best lineup doesn't feature a center anyway. So late in games, Agreed. if they're not running double double big men lineup, you don't want to see Gortat or Mahimi. But with the emergence of Mahimi and the way teams play in the playoffs. I think you bench Gortat if Mahimi is playing well. If Gortat's on a roll, you stay with him. But if he's not, he's having a he's being a defensive liability. He's not contesting on three point shooters. If there's an opposing stretch four or five, you put Mahimi in there because he's he's making efforts on defense, even if sometimes he doesn't make the greatest plays on both sides. He's trying. Yeah, well, we're gonna take a real quick break after discussing how the Wizards are are going into the. All-Star break on a winning note, and now we're, we're going to move into just discussing uh, the, our predictions for all of the All-Star weekend festivities. So stay tuned right here for the Locked on Wizards podcast. Noah Getzel, myself, and Garrett Schaefer will be right back. This Locked on Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home, but I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found... Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Hey, we're back with the Locked On Wizards podcast. I'm Noah Getzel, your host, and we've got Garrett Schaefer, a.k.a. Sad Wizards fan, here to join us this evening. Uh, All the festivities of All-Star Weekend are starting tomorrow night, Friday night. Maybe listening to that uh, on Friday today. But on Friday night, we've got the... It's no longer called the Freshman Sophomore Challenge. It's the Kickstart Rising Stars Challenge. And we've got the World Team and USA Team uh, to me, it looks like Embiid's going to be the difference maker, uh, and Ben Simmons is basically like the Sixers versus, you know, young players from the Lakers and the rest of the league. Uh, we've got three Sixers going against three Lakers. Who do you, have you reviewed the, the rosters on, on this game? Do you, 
yeah. think players are going to take this seriously. Do, who do you who do you see coming out? Are you? I'm voting for the world. Uh, that's that's my guess. Who do you think? Yeah, no, uh, it's definitely world. Just because, like you said, it's Team Sixers. They've played all year together. If not, like two, you know, Sarge and Embiid have been practicing for two plus years together. Mm-hmm. These guys know each other well, and I. Well, I saw Buddy Heald's name, and I was just like, I can't wait to see what he can do in a game like this. Because they don't take it. When you said they're they going to take it seriously, I mean, as seriously as a shooting contest and a dunk contest. Like They're running up and down. They, there's almost less defense than the All-Star game. They're putting up 170-plus points at least the past couple years I've watched. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely Team World. Although I like, I mean, Team USA has, like, Kuzma, Mitchell, Smith, they're all going to be Jason Tatum. Uh, Chris know? Dunn has been playing a lot better this year. Uh, Torian Prince for the Hawks was a, a Wizards killer a couple years ago. Or was it last year in the playoffs? Uh, even though the Wizards won that series. Jalen Brown. Brogdon, former Rookie of the Year. Oh yeah, Jalen Brown uh, also from, from the... It's crazy how many... It seems like a lot more Eastern Conference players. There's uh, DeAndre... De- Sorry, De'Aaron Fox is representing Team USA, but one guy to really uh, keep your eyes on is Bogdan uh, Bogdanovich on Team World for the Kings. That guy can ball. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm still going to hold my ground and, and say Team World just because if Embiid plays any defense, then you know he's the best defensive player for both teams on the floor. Yeah, I gotta make a quick shout out to the Celebrity All Star Game. We're about to see T Mac and Paul Pierce play, mm. and I saw a tweet today saying Quavo and Jay Bieber might be in it. So keep your eyes out. That's gonna be real. Quavo balling. It's gonna see. be high. As of February seventh, I'm not sure how recent these rosters are, but yeah, T Mac is in there. Candace Parker. Nate Robinson, NBA legend. Oh my god, I don't know if he's an NBA legend. That's what it says in parentheses. NBA superstar. Okay, I'm looking on NBA.com. That's funny. Um, Bubba Watson, the golfer. Jason Williams, also considered an NBA legend. Is this the sportscaster Jason Williams or White Chocolate Jason Williams? This has got to be White Chocolate. Really? I'm pretty sure he's been in one before. Oh yeah, because Jason has a Y, right? The sportscaster. The one who played for the Bulls and Duke, right? Yeah, yeah, that, okay. yeah. That they always list him as Jay Williams. Oh like, yeah, for, yeah, for sure. Um, Anthony Anderson from Blackish is also on Team Clippers. Should Miles be fun. Brown from Blackish. Sorry. Miles Brown from Blackish too. Oh, they got nice. the double co-star experience going on. We'll see some chemistry there. I'm sure <laughs> they've been working on it. Common is uh, on the Team Clippers with Paul Pierce too, and. I, one thing that's uh, added this year for the first time ever, which kind of reminds me of, um, I, I think that was called NBA Courtside. I used to play on Nintendo, but they have the four-point line in this uh, edition of the, the NBA All-Star, or what's called Celebrity All-Star Game. I haven't Step seen in. what this will look like, but I guess it's featured on NBA 2K18. I've got to get on that and play some video games and figure out what that's all about. Yeah, no, I know the what the 3v3 league has the four-point bubble. And hmm. so that's what I've been used to watching. It's just like two bubble or like two circles on e- either side of the court from way oh, out. Oh, okay. But I don't know. Yeah, I'll probably sense. have a line. Hopefully, that'd be more interesting all the way around. All right. So um, after, so that's the first event on Saturday night, and then we're gonna have what is it? The skills competition. Is that right? Yeah. So and Taco Bell skills challenge. We've got Embiid, Buddy Heald, Lou Williams. 
Andre Drummond. I have no idea why he's in it. He cannot dribble. Al Horford, Laurie uh, Markison, sorry, Markinen, Spencer Dinwiddie from the Nets, and Jamal Murray. So, interesting cast here. Uh, it looks like one, two, three, four, just four guards. So, half guards, half forwards, front court men. Who do you have coming out of this competition? This is a tough one because we know, I mean, Chris Stapps isn't in it, but he won last year, so big men can win it. Mm-hmm. But I like Lou Will. I yeah. think he deserved to be in the All-Star game. He's going to show out at All-Star weekend. This is his his contest. He's going to win this one. I was right. between Jamal Murray and Lou Will just because they're both really fast. And speed isn't everything, but, I mean, uh, yeah, Lou Will. Yeah, no doubt. I think, so there's dribbling through, like, some fake defenders. There's a three-point shot, a layup. Uh, you need to pass into, like, a little circular thing. It's like those arcade throw-the-football-through-the-hole type things. And so I, I maybe passing is his one weakness, but otherwise Lou Will's got the handles. He's got the, the J. I, it just depends. Like, the players kind of jog through this, so nobody really cares too much. But I... Is there someone you can guarantee won't win it? I mean, you said, I think you said it at the start, Andre Drummond. He has to hit a three. He has to dribble around. He has to be like a pure passer. Like, I could see Horford making it through the passing and the shooting and just being slow on the dribbling. But Drummond, that man is, uh, I hope he looks better than I'm thinking he's going to look. Maybe he, he gets extra the- points. Maybe he gets like a five-second uh, reduction in his time for every time he tries to pass it into that hole and catches his own rebound or every time he misses three and like gets a put back jam on that i don't know <laughs> yeah no instead of the three they just have him like throw a self alley-oop it's like the drum and rule so mm. it's they'll even it out uh keep your eyes on laurie markinen he had a he didn't shoot too well against the wizards uh on saturday but he's he's a real talented rookie who can kind of do it all and then we get into two of the more fun serious uh matchups and we got three-point contest, which Bradley Beal said he's taking incredibly seriously because he got uh, ousted in the finals last time he was in it, I think 2014, I believe. And so he's going up against some really strong competition. Eric Gordon from the Rockets, Devin Booker from the Suns, Clay Thompson, one of the Splash Bros on the Warriors, uh, Kyle Lowry on the Raptors, Wayne Ellington from the Heat, Tobias Harris, who I don't know was too much of a shooter. He's now on the Clippers, came over from Detroit. And last but not least, Paul George from the Thunder. Uh, who do you think will make it to the finals in this one? The finals, I think it's going to be Thompson and Beal. And mm-hmm. hopefully Beal takes it this time, as all Wizards fans hope, I imagine. But Thompson, I mean, you got to worry about people. In, in this contest, I think it's about form. It's about how quickly you can get your good shots off. Mm-hmm. Kyle Lowry, Clay Thompson, Bradley Beal, Paul George have a pretty picturesque form. So... Those are the four that I think are the, the, the more serious contenders. Although, you never know who's going to get hot. Eric Gordon could just catch fire. Booker he won it catch- last year, right? Gordon did? Gordon? Yeah, so. I'm pretty sure he did. Okay. But yeah. No, they're just like, it's it's the way that they shoot. I don't know. He, he just got hot. Yeah. You know, just, you just get hot and that's it. And I'm picking Thompson. Hot, not hot enough. Yeah. He's, he's favorited, I think, in like all Vegas odds and everything. Pretty highly, too. We've got an awesome uh, list of competition of participants for the slam dunk contest after that. Um, One of the late additions, so Aaron Gordon is injured, he's out. But Donovan Mitchell, who I think is only like 6'3", but has like a 6'10 wingspan, something ridiculous like that. He's, you know, on his way to become Rookie of the Year 
it's between him and Ben Simmons. Uh, and he's he's really been leading the the Jazz, but his athleticism is unparalleled. Uh, Larry Nance Jr. You know his dad actually beat Dr. J in the first ever NBA Slam Dunk contest in '84. And then we we've got Dennis Smith Jr. and Victor Oladipo from the Pacers. Who do you like in this matchup? I'm uh, I always go with the little guy because I think the little guys Duncan always look cooler. Mm-hmm. Dennis Smith Jr. smallest and most athleticism in my opinion of the group. So, I, I mean, you've seen him all year on highlights. He's just trying to destroy rims. And if he has a chance all night to do it, one of them's going to look spectacular. I'm sure a bunch of them are going to blow people's minds. So it's yeah. got to be Smith Jr. Yeah, that's a good point. I am actually, I was between Mitchell and Larry Nance Jr. I think I'm going to go with Nance just because the way he's dunking, like his head gets above the rim. It's ridiculous. Because when your head is above the rim, you have arms that long. It's it's just crazy how like you're almost at the top of the backboard level. Um, I'm excited to see what these guys pull off, um, and hopefully next year we can see Zach Levine back in this. His was, yeah, he was like unparalleled jaw dropping type dunks when he won it. Did he win it? I can't remember. Uh, <laughs> the dunk contest also. has not been the hot spot recently. But yeah, what do you think just... could bring it back? What would make it more exciting? I don't know. I think like. Big name rookies like this does make it more exciting. People yeah. recognize Oladipo, Nance, Mitchell. You know, I bet I'm, people did recognize Levine, but they threw they throw some lesser known players in in previous. So if you're, I mean, NBA fans know these guys really well, and even non NBA fans should have seen them on their highlight feed somewhere. Mm-hmm. So. And then the final competition of the night, or sorry, of Sunday, is going to be just the the what backyard uh, captains pick them. Um, pickup game between Team LeBron and Team Steph. There's been quite a few injuries, so it wasn't exactly the guys that they drafted to begin with. But we've got um, Bradley Beals playing on Team LeBron, which will feature LaMarcus Aldridge. Let's start with the starters, um, if I could only find them. <laughs> so Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, LeBron, uh, Anthony. Oh no, Anthony Davis is out. Really? I didn't know Davis and Cousins were both out. I don't know who is considered a starter anymore for Team LeBron. Yeah, I'll just read out the names that they've got. Okay, so Lamarcus Aldridge, Bradley Beal, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love, Victor Oladipo, uh, Russell Westbrook, Paul George, Andre Drummond, Goran Dragic, and Kemba Walker make up Team LeBron. Steph went with he didn't have as any injuries. Luckily, isn't is Jimmy Butler playing? I wasn't sure if it was him versus um. Uh, Paul George. I, I can't remember if George got called up. Do you know? George is on Team LeBron, so I don't know. I don't even see Jimmy Butler's. Oh, yeah. I see that. Okay. So, anyway, Steph has Giannis Antetokounmpo, Jimmy Butler, DeMar DeRozan, Joel Embiid, Draymond Green, his teammate, James Harden, Al Horford, Damian Lillard, Kyle Lowry, another teammate, Clay Thompson, and finally, Carl Anthony Towns. It looks like he was blessed with no injury bugs and got to keep everyone who he drafted. Yeah, I mean, Team Steph looks pretty good now. Before, it was Team LeBron all the way before any injuries. But now I'm looking at it, and they've got playmakers in Giannis, James Harden. Dame Lillard is perfect for an all-star game. Joel Embiid will have a good time. Klay Thompson will go off. Like that That team's looking a lot better now that they switched up and put Drummond, Dragic, and Walker for Cousins, Davis, Wall, you know? Yeah. Those are no those doubt. are big changes. 
do you how, what do you expect from Beal in this uh, game? I I hope he's not nervous. I hope that in his first All Star game he just has fun. But most of the guys are pretty nervous in their first All Star game, and the older guys like Durant and I mean Irving's not an older guy, but he's been in a lot of these All Star games. Will kind of run run the show and take most of the shots. So he'll probably defer to them for this one, and then next year and as he continues to make the All Star game, he'll he'll start to put up more points in it but over under 320 total points so that would be 160 per team i know they're trying to add some more defense but <laughs> all-star games never really have people playing that much defense uh what do you think that people are gonna you know take it seriously given that you know there was the draft involved no they won't i don't think they'll take it seriously just because you're not trying to get injured you're having yeah. a bunch of fun by yourself or with all your all your buddies but i mean i don't think 320 because i don't see enough shooters out there mm. i think it's gonna be more dunks and okay. we just get to like 140 a piece or so and Beal mentioned that the the cash i i can't remember the difference if it's like 50k or 100k that you take home if you win it or if you just have to donate that to a charity, but he was saying that like the cash incentives will make a big deal for for these players. I'm sure it can't make a bigger deal than the risk of injury, though. Yeah, maybe. Hopefully, they add something to make it more more competitive. Any final thoughts about All Star Weekend, Garrett? No, I mean I just hope Bradley Beal shows out. You know, I don't want to see my guy just go out there not have fun. You know, come back with regrets. So hopefully, yeah. he has a good time. He Bring gets on that some hardwood. Yep. Perhaps. Yeah, Team LeBron gets the win for him. Cool. All right, so we got one more topic after one final break. We're going to talk about the two open roster spots and one G League spot on the Wizards and, you know, just weigh whether they need to add somebody or if they're doing fine uh, cruising through despite the injuries. So we'll be back on the Locked On Wizards. Stay right here. Stay tuned. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up-to-date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, welcome back to the Locked On Wizards podcast. Uh, I'm Noah Getzel, and I'm here with Garrett Schaefer for our final segment of the night, which is kind of just discussing the Wizards roster, which is a bit of a stale topic because we've been going over this so much, but hey, there are no games going on, so we need something to fill the airspace. Uh, We ran a Twitter poll today, which you can still uh, visit Locked On Wizards on Twitter and and vote before like tomorrow morning and uh, the question was which free agent do you want the Wizards to sign for the rest of the season so the options were Derek Rose, Ty Lawson, Briante Weber from Houston, Ty Lawson's playing in China by the way uh, he just finished that season or anybody else um, and Ty Lawson has a very narrow advantage at this point 29% of the votes Derek Rose captured 27, Briante Weber was right behind him at 26, and then everybody else was uh, 18. Do you like any of these players, Garrett, or would you recommend someone else, or do you think the Wizards are fine without adding somebody? I, I feel like you're a big Derek Rose fan. Uh, yeah, um, 
So I would say no on the Derrick Rose thing because I'm in the boat that we don't need a backup point guard. I mm-hmm. think you ride it out with Frazier and Sadoransky for this period while Wall's out, and then you come back and you have three solid point guards there. So I think we need a shooting guard. And in terms of the poll, I think they're kind of right with Lawson. He's a point guard, but he can play in the shooting guard lineup. But if it were me, I would go for someone, honestly, like, I don't know if this is, I mean, totally an option, but like someone like Gerald Henderson, something like Mm -hmm. that, or even Tony Allen. I mean, I know he can't shoot, but that defense and that experience, and he can definitely play the two-guard spot like he had been doing all those years. So someone, so yeah, someone outside of that possibly that's a little bigger, a little more size can defend. Yeah, ESPN just ran an article for the best buyout options, uh, so I'm looking over that in terms of some of the potential people to add there. Um, top free agents, they said Tony Allen and Jared, Gerald Henderson, uh, obviously not point guards, but athletic, rangy players. Henderson can create his own shot. Allen is much more of a lockdown defender. Um, Brandon Jennings, surprisingly, was even mentioned. He just signed with a minor league team in Milwaukee. <laughs> what about uh, Rodney Stuckey I'm seeing on this list? I know he's not like a huge guard, but that dude comes off the bench. Yeah, and I saw him too, and then I looked him up. It turns out he's been, uh, I'm not sure exactly what injury, but he hasn't been healthy this year. So he's been like helping out to coach a high school team. I'm not sure if he's Very available quite yet. Um, but yeah, he, he'd be a good combo guard. He's got some size, six foot five. Uh, I used to like the way he'd play for the Pistons and then the Pacers. But ultimately, I think the Wizards should honestly just go for a G League player who could who they could kind of build up and see some contributions down the road. They the Wizards have proved that a nine man rotation is fine, and only eight of the guys who are currently playing are actually going to see playoff time. We we don't really expect Meeks to play too many minutes in significant games unless he starts becoming a lights out shooter which hasn't quite showed up so far this year. So it'll be interesting to see if the Wizards make a move. Uh, All they did at the trade deadline was just shed some cap room, getting rid of Sheldon Mack. So, I mean, I I personally have been flip-flopping a bunch on this, but I would love to see what Derrick Rose can bring to the table. Because I feel like a lot of his injuries resulted from playing under Tom Thibodeau, who totally just runs people into the ground. Luol Deng has talked about that. Jimmy Butler talked about how, you know, he just had to be a workforce and he's still playing under Thibodeau over in uh, Minnesota. But I, I think at a certain extent, it might be rushing back in or playing scared once you've had injuries or something like that. But I think I think uh, with the Wizards, Scott Brooks kind of knows how to rest his reserves and you haven't seen too many reserves playing huge minute tolls, except if you consider maybe Sadoransky or Kelly Oubre. I think, uh, I don't know, I think Derek Rose could be a nice fit. He, you know, he defends, he moves the ball, and I think he could be someone who could fit, fit in perfectly. And he's shown some flashes against the Wizards earlier this year. He, he dropped 20 points in the first half, so he would be my yeah. recommendation of all the players out there, unless we could... If there's someone who hasn't been bought out yet, like the one player on my list who I would love would be Vince Carter, just because of his leadership, his shooting abilities. And he still, you know, he still just understands the game so well and can, he's not the most athletic guy anymore, but he's still dunking on people. He's still playing solid defense. I think he would be an incredible lift for this team that kind of lacks that veteran presence. 
In regards to Vince Carter as an NBA fan, I hope the Golden State Warriors sign that man and he gets a ring and retires. <laughs> I don't want him to mess around. I mean, I'd love seeing Vince Carter on the Wizards, but I don't want to see him retire without a ring. And I don't think we're quite there yet. So Why does he have to call it quits so soon, though? He's, what, 40 or something? He's 40 or something? Yeah. Not many uh, players last that long, especially like with playing on... I, I'm amazed that he's still in the league. Like him and Ginobili, they just... They're yeah. incredible. I mean, a lot of older players who used to be th- freak athletes are just developing that jumper. And, you know, you don't, of course, like there are younger players near the end of the bench who you would want to develop over these guys who aren't sticking around long. But Vince Carter is just an incredible guy to have on your team, you know, given his experience uh-huh. and getting to the finals a couple times with Jason Kidd. Yeah, I, Vince Carter. He didn't Carter, win it with the Mavs, did he? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. But yeah. his career trajectory is exactly like how I want John Wall to develop. Like at the end of his career, just start knocking down these three. Him and Jason Kidd, beautiful, beautiful end of their careers. No doubt. Well, it's been a pleasure, Garrett. I appreciate you joining us for the Locked On Wizards podcast tonight, and I'm excited to check out. What event are you most excited about during uh, All Star Weekend? By the way. I always liked the three-point contest. I was Over the dunk guard. contest, for real? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was In high school, I did was shoot threes, and I just it's incredible how many they can knock down nowadays. It's just the shooting is another level. So. Yeah, well, we'll see if Beal can take it home. I know he's been saying that it, it's something he's been practicing and, and he's ready for the competition. He's pretty, uh, you know, feeling some type of way about losing to, I think it was Bellinelli in the finals last, last time he was in. Is that right? Marco Bellin. Oh, uh, I'm not sure, man. We'll have to we'll have to follow up on the next Locked On Wizards, or you guys can just Google it, or we can Google it right now. But we've been talking for too long, so we'll let you go. Enjoy your Thursday night and enjoy the All Star break. Take it easy, everybody. Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.